Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy, Chip Tannen. What do? What the hell happened to the Eagles offensive line and to Carson Wentz? <laughs> what happened? Up 17 to nothing. And then, in typical Philly sports pain and suffering fashion, yep. made my Sunday go from like, alright, alright, we got this, to uh, why do I exist? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, they um, they all died uh, at halftime. Did they catch the Flyers virus? At, yeah, they did. They really did. They caught the Flyers virus. They caught the Flyers virus. They pulled the Flyers and let the football team. The Washington football team. The, the nameless Washington team. Washington football team. The nameless team. Score 27 unanswered. Not just the Washington football team. Dwayne Haskins... Yeah. And receivers I've never even heard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, and Peyton Barber. The offensive line, hot garbage. Yeah. The entire game. Oh, yeah, the entire game. Yeah. Carson Wentz was sacked eight times. Yep. We're going to get into it because I I have a ramble about Carson Wentz coming up. So, now, I like I do want to say one thing like this is not a good week for Carson Wentz apologists because no, like I not. I love Carson Wentz. Yep. But there is no shot that no. you can say that oh no that those those weren't his fault. He was scared for his life. Dude, shut up. An NFL quarterback should be able to know when to throw away the ball when he's about to be sacked for a 15-yard loss. Yep. Oh, but there was a big man charging at him. Well, isn't that every single play? I mean, Jesus oh, don't worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into it. Trust me. All right. Well, let's get into the Phillies, who are also a dumpster fire. Apparently, yeah. Everything's going downhill. JT's hurt. Reese is hurt. Yep. Uh, Bryce Harper is in an ungodly slump. Yep. He had a home run yesterday, but that's about it. Who for the cares? Past, what month and a half? Doesn't matter. Still uh, lost. Nothing matters. Uh, True. The Sixers are interviewing Billy Donovan and Mike D'Antoni since he left Houston. We'll get into that with the Tyron uh, Lou controversy. Uh, I don't. I don't even know. I, I guess Billy Donovan's my guy if I had to pick one of those three. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. I, I think that's is that it for the Sixers. Is there any other news? Did they make any front office changes since I last paid attention? No, and they're probably not going to. So, oh, lovely. That that sounds great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well. At least we do get to mention that support for the Bandwagon Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Look, I'm happy Manscaped came into my life because I was really tired of being frightened to shave my balls. It's It's a problem. If if you're a guy and you know as soon as you're going to you know stretch them out a little bit to uh, get the razor to them, you kind of pray to God uh, that whatever God you believe in, that there's no blood that's going to be there because I've nicked my balls too many times, and you know, and that's why that's why you got to go manscaped, and that's why the manscaped team has redesigned the electric trimmer. The manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. And they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. This third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. And when I tell you this is premium, I mean 
premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so, so you can take a longer shave. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. And one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also uh, upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by a USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code PHL at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. I love my lawnmower. You're going to love yours. Get 20% off and free shipping with code PHL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code PHL. Do it. Cue the rock music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production. Enhancing your Philly sports experience. All right, let's get in the huddle and talk some birds. Baby, go birds. birds. Why do they do this? <laughs> I feel like it's every Every year. Philly team does this to us. Dude, my my soul can only take so much. That was... When they went up 17-0, I was like, okay, they're moving in all cylinders. Yes. So line a little messed up, but, yep. you know, they're still making plays. It's okay. Yep. And then hell... It's like, <laughs> dude, that, that was the most pathetic thing I've seen. Like, it was like Carson Wentz just forgot how to play football. It, it Honestly, like, all of his throws were terrible. Horrible. Like, Zach Ertz should have had that ball, but even that was still a little off target. I, get, you know? yeah, like, but, I mean, Ertz has got to come up with Urs that. Ertz has got to come up with that for his caliber, yeah. But, I mean, Wentz was bad. He was bad. Really bad. And the offensive line only got worse from there from then on. The two interceptions were completely his fault. <sighs> yeah, they just they weren't good throws. I don't know why you're making that throw. Also, speaking of throws, every single time, like, okay, it seemed like he was turning the wrong way when he was going to get sacked. Also, he had plenty of time to at least air mail it out of bounds towards a receiver to not take that loss of downs. You know, it's just absurd. Yeah, it's. I mean, this is. Uh, it's on a lot of things why we lost this game, but a big reason is Carson Wentz. I mean, he was he was he just was flat out bad. I mean, yes, the offensive line they they had their injuries. You know, our, our team is already decimated, and we didn't even play a game. And now that we did play a game, more people are hurt. Vinny Curry's out for four weeks. Vinny Curry's out for four weeks. We don't know anything on um, oh Craig James, but I mean he's not he's like a backup, but. Um, we we still don't know if Miles Sanders is going to play or Lane Johnson is going to play next week. Uh, well, what happened to Lane Johnson just being day to day? Well, because he had surgery in August that apparently he kept secret until uh, you know two days before the season starts, and then I, I don't know they they said he was day to day. They say, and then they did the same thing with Miles Sanders. They said he was day to day. They just, I don't know, they just didn't play. They, they wanted to be safe. I mean, I guess I get it, but, you know. Um, so that didn't help, of course. Um, 
Uh, and the offensive line was just bad. You know, you can't give up eight sacks. But it, it was still on Carson Wentz. I mean, he he had a bad game. He he, he it, This is his fifth year in the league now. And the fact that he's still holding the ball for that long, it worries me. Now it's if, not his fifth year in the league, is it? Yeah, it is. It's his fourth year. Fifth. Rookie year, 2016. Oh, my God, Super you're Bowl right. Super Bowl year, 2018, 2019, this year. Fifth year. Oh, my God. This is not looking good. So, my question is, the fact that he's still holding the ball for this long, is that coaching? Is that just him? It is, because if you're a rookie in the NFL, that's a mistake you expect a quarterback yes. to make. Not a fifth-year starter. Now, I know he's been hurt for, you know, a little bit. But, yeah, but this, is, this is a guy... This is the same mistake that he's been making his entire career. Yes, correct. Even in the Super Bowl year, in 2017-2018, he still had a couple of those. He did. And, and last year... So, last year was the worst year for him, you know, in, in terms of, uh, like, fumbles. I mean, he fumbled the ball... He, he lost the fumble seven times, but he fumbled the ball 16 times. So... This you know this is something he has to learn because that was one of his biggest issues from last year and the fact that you didn't address it, uh, you know that's that's on him and I think that's on him as a as a player and his, and his coaching staff. So yes, I am calling out Doug Peterson and his coaching staff for this one as well. But if you're Carson Wentz, you should know this by now. And if you're the coaching staff, you have to you have to stamp it into his head until he does it. You know, there's a lot of Carson Wentz apologists out there, and like I love Carson Wentz. I, I'm, you know what? I'm one of them, but not right now. No, he. I love Carson Wentz. He's way better than Nick Foles, so those people should just shut up. But the man made terrible mistakes this weekend. Yeah, he did. And when you lose to the Washington Football Team, which is still taking me a while to get used to, <laughs> and Dwayne Haskins, what happened after half, dude? I mean. Everything I've heard, you know, apparently Dwayne Haskins had a had a speech. Apparently this guy's Jesus because everyone just listened to him and portrayed him like a god and said, you know what, let's do it. And they just went out and destroyed us. Murdered our souls. And the Eagles... Caught the Flyers virus. Yeah, they did. Uh, they... I, I don't even know. They, they looked atrocious. I mean, all around. I mean, I, I can't even... The defense wasn't great, but I can't even blame the defense because the offense gave away the ball so many times. You can't blame the defense and you know, make them just go back out there over and over again. I mean, yeah, they're going to give up points, but uh, it was just this is mainly on the offense for me, and a lot of it is Carson Wentz, and he has to, you know, and, and it's on the coaching staff in my opinion. It's on Doug Peterson because for here's, – here's another question. You're up 17-0. They ran the ball a total of 16 times. You're up 17 to nothing. Why are you not running the ball? It, it makes no sense. You're up 17 to nothing and you're still passing the ball. And another thing is... Those picks were in traffic, Chip. Yeah, well, it, those, those picks were horrible. Right, and there's, those weren't good. Like, he shouldn't have made those throws. But why are you throwing it? You're up 17 nothing. Run the ball. Like, you can throw it occasionally, but you should be mainly running the ball. Uh, dude, I, that, that wins you games. But I can't even comprehend how that happened. 
That's poor play calling. That's yep. poor decision making yep. by the quarterback. Yep. And it was just poor overall play. It was. It really was. It, when you and also question, what the hell happened to Sean Jackson? Dude, the, he. That's I, I'm thing. not hurt. I'm not hurt. But the, you, you were definitely being treated for something, man. He, he was, and I think that's on the coaching staff. They didn't. They. He was out there for half the snaps. They said he was out there for 54 percent of the snaps on offense. Then why are you on the sideline without your helmet on? Right, he needs to be out there more. Uh, you know, I know he's you know he's getting up there, but this is one of our top receivers. And here's another thing: going kind of kind of going off topic a tad. Washington clearly was playing. Their defense was set up so we we couldn't go deep. Now we had that one play with Jalen Rager, Jalen Rager early on, but I think they kind of adjusted and they took away the deep ball. But for some reason, Doug Peterson said, you know what? Let's go deep. Let's still pass it, and let's still go deep. What happens? Two interceptions. Two interceptions. Eight sacks. A fumble lost. Another fumble we got back. You have to make adjust. You have to see what they're doing and make adjustments yourself. I mean, we did it all last year. What happened to the screen game? What happened to the run game? None of that was shown yesterday. None. We just kept passing and passing and passing and passing and passing and passing. And it wasn't working, and nothing... He didn't do anything to change it. See, that's the thing, man. What do I even say to that? There is no rebuttal I have for you, because you're absolutely right. And the fact that... The fact that me, you know, just a normal dude... You know, I'm a football fan. I kind of get what's happening, but for me to realize that and an NFL coach doesn't. Washington had every single one of our plays down to a T. Yep. They They, clearly studied their film. They had an answer for everything we did because we were doing the exact same thing every time. We weren't changing. We weren't changing it up. It was. It's really bad, man. And, I, yeah, and listen, I know the injuries hurt. I know not having Miles Sanders hurts. I know not having Lane Johnson hurts. I but know, there's no excuse also to let eight sacks up. Right, There's n- and there's no excuse for Carson Wentz holding on to the ball for that long. He just keeps holding on and holding on and holding and on and praying. Knows, and plus he knows the offensive line is, is, ding, is, is um, what's it called? It's hurt. He, he should be... Well, he should be expecting these hits by now. Right, he should be expecting them to bring... The pressure. pressure. And Doug Peterson, as a coach, should call a play to try to avoid that. Which is quick passes, screens, run the ball. None of that would happen. Doug wasn't ready to counter their defense. No. That team was poorly conditioned. We saw that with all the injuries. That, yes, of course. But that's been happening for years now. We just have to, we, we have to take, we, I mean, we have to accept the injuries. Because it's going to happen every year. I mean, it's been happening since, for the last four years now. So that's just something we have to deal with. I don't know why they everyone keeps getting injured. I, are, are they not working out? Are, are they not practicing hard enough? I just don't. I don't understand because it's every year now. Every year, half of our team is hurt. It's just, and you know, we have such high expectations for this team going in, and then injury, 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 injury. Just it, and it's to key players, huge players. And it's, you know, I mean, you can't win. I mean, this is just, uh, I, at least the Cowboys lost. (laughs) That's true. But it wasn't divisional, so it doesn't matter. Well, 
Well, it matters, but... Yeah, that, I mean, that's a bad loss. It's, it's, it's a real bad loss for the Eagles. I, I just don't know I mean, how... That's a, that's a team you have to beat. I, I, if I listen to sports talk radio tomorrow, and I hear anyone saying, oh, but, 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 no buts. No buts, no. There's no but. This team just, I don't, I don't I didn't know what up. it was. They didn't show up. They weren't there. And for all this hype this year, yeah. I feel like we just do this to ourselves anyway, even though we know it's going to be bad. And after seeing that game, if this type of play persists throughout the year, I don't see this team finishing above 7-9. and nine. Nope, I agree. 100%. I'll be straight up honest with you. You know, I, I know that's a hard judgment for the first game, but if you can't even perform against the Washington football team, yep. how can you perform against a team like the Rams, like the Ravens who you have later in the year, like the Packers, yep. like the Saints? You can't beat them playing like that. And, you know, I've seen the Eagles come out last year, especially beat the Packers when I thought they were going to get murdered. Yep. And I, I, that was the first, that, that loss was reminiscent to Carolina in 2018. Yep. And that was already bad. That still haunts me a little bit. This one. This one's worse. Worse. And you know what? It happened to the same coach. Ron Rivera was the coach on the other yeah, I know. times. I don't know. Ron Rivera must just have our number, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if it's Ron Rivera or just the fact that you're right. The coaching, it wasn't prepared. No. It wasn't calling efficient the plays. Play calling was it didn't. Ch- no, and, and it was reminiscent to me complaining about Brett Brown all the time for not changing his goddamn play. Yeah, no question. But he didn't change anything at all. He just went with the same thing, like you said. Pass, but pass, 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 but pass. And you know, it's not even like Boston Scott was doing terrible. No. But they didn't give him a chance. He had nine total rushes. There was a, there was a couple of times where he got stuffed, but even, that's gonna happen. Even your best run, Dalvin Cook's gonna get stuffed. Right. Kamara's gonna get stuffed. McCaffrey's right. gonna get stuffed. You have to run the ball in order to win, especially if you're up and by a wide margin. You have to run the ball. It's just it's so key in the NFL if you want to win games. You have to be able to run it, and they just they didn't. Like they could, they were, they were like when they were running the ball, they were fine. Yeah, they got stuffed a few times, but they had some good runs. They just weren't calling run plays for whatever reason. I don't get it. There's, there's nothing in my mind that can excuse this game. I don't have like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, there's so many weight. Like the O line was banged up. Yes, but that's not an excuse no, for overall can't. poor play. You can't, yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, look, it, look at Joe Burrow and Cincy. That O-line has sucked for years, and I, I just saw that man run for his life the entire game, pretty much. Yep. Carson's been in the league for five years. I thought it was four, but five? It's five, yeah. This five fifth, years. Fifth year. And still can't adjust to throw the ball away when there's a sack coming. And it's not like it's that chance. It's not like it's so split second where he can't do that. He has at least three seconds to get the he ball off and yes. doesn't. A lot he, of them were covered sacks. There, sometimes it's nice when he tries to make something out, make something out of nothing and it works, yeah. but 90% of the time it just doesn't. Yeah. I mean, listen, yesterday he was just trying to make, uh, trying to make a big play over and over again. And you know, when you're down like that, you have, you can't do it all by yourself. You, you know, you're a team, you have to play as a team and you have to, if you're going to come back, you're going to do it as a team. You're not going to do it by yourself. And he just kept trying to make the play by himself, and he, there's no way. He just couldn't do it. Carson Wentz was a detriment to the team this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't know what happened at halftime. Something had to have happened. Because it looked like a completely different team when they came out in the second half. 
Something had to have happened. Does this... Does this game, especially, help you understand why we took Jalen Hurts with the second round pick this year? <laughs> no, it really doesn't. It makes me question it. It makes me question Howie. Because if Howie didn't have faith in Wentz... I love Howie, by the way. I'm, I, I like Howie. I'm so-so I'm on him. Yeah, okay, so I don't love Howie, but I like him. But his drafts have been are very questionable. He to thinks, say the least. You no, know, he tries to make these genius yes. moves. He, he thinks he's okay. sm- he thinks he's the smartest man in the room. Let's compare Howie Roseman and Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz will try to make all these plays by himself because he thinks he's that good. Howie Roseman tries to make all these genius draft picks because he thinks he's the best GM in the league. And look at where it's gotten us for both of them. Yeah, he's overthinking it. He overthinks so much. I mean, it, it, I, I just can't comprehend any of the draft picks. Uh, some of them, yeah. I mean, Rager was a reach, man. I I, th- I think Rager would have been available in the second, but and like and again, that's... I don't know about that, but I know Hertz would have been available in the third at least. Yeah, you're right, but we couldn't have taken uh, Denzel Mims because he uh, hates Philadelphia. He does. He does hate Philadelphia. We were mad about that, but I don't care anymore because f him. Hey, listen, I don't know. But the Cowboys lost. True. The Giants are about to lose. We're well, recording during the halftime. It's only halftime. I I would rather watch Big Ben run in three rushing touchdowns for fifty five yards <laughs> than have the Giants win. I mean, yeah, yeah. I I just dude, I'm still angry about this. Yeah, I was simmering driving home. Yesterday. There was so many ways for the Eagles to win that game yesterday, and of course <laughs> they find a way to lose it. If, if Wentz doesn't throw that first interception, I think they win. If we run the ball, they win. E, what else? What else happened? Um, um, if Jake Elliott didn't miss that field goal, we would have been within one score true. and would have probably had to play less uh, high, quick pace. Yeah. Yep. And we probably would have had a better opportunity. Uh, I Another know it's point, not yeah. not fully Jake Elliott's fault on the whole game overall, but how are you missing that? I've seen you hit a 61-yard field goal before. Yeah. 63 or 61? 61. But it was from 52, I think. Now, that's not an easy make, but that's something he can make easily. He just didn't no, have the He, didn't have he the had leg. the accuracy. He, he just didn't the, have... He, the, he didn't have the leg. But again, we know you can make that. So, why didn't it happen? You know what I mean? I don't know. I think... I think... I don't know. I, I think not having preseason kind of kind of hurt this team a little bit, too. But this team's never been in shape. Yeah, they haven't. I just, I don't know. I really don't understand the injuries. I, I just, it's every year with this team. It's just, and it's, it's to huge players. Like, I, I haven't seen a team, no other team in the NFL is, is, as, as, excuse me, is as hurt as the Eagles are. The Eagles are always injured. Always. That, always, 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 always right. injured. And I don't get it. It can't, it can't be the team doctors because we switched them like five times already. So it, it, you know, it has to be how they practice, how they train during the offseason. I mean, it has to be something because no other team is as hurt as much as the Eagles, and it's not even close. It's not even a contest. You're right. We're, the Eagles are on another planet with injuries. The Philadelphia Eagles are the king of football injuries. Yep, no question. And it, it's if someone, just if, insane, if just man. a random person were to come up to just. Someone who knows the NFL, they're like, hey, who's the most injured team in the NFL? 
99.9% of the time, they're saying the Eagles. And it's not even close. Every single time. Every year. Every single year. It's the same Same issue. Every single year. It's the same old song and dance. We don't get a break. No. Dude, I, I can't... And it's like it's not even like no I can't continue this. How do you go? How do you lose to Washington Week One, a divisional game, to Dwayne Haskins, the worst ranked quarterback from last year? How do you let him decimate you? One, how does your offense just shut down and your quarterback forget how to throw a football? Two. And how do you not block a middle linebacker who runs right up the middle and destroys your quarterback? I remember that play. <laughs> Three. I remember that play. You're telling me that no one saw him and said, oh, you know, maybe we should probably switch assignments. No. Like, on that specific play, by the way, it was fourth down. How, as a, as a coach, do you not expect them to blitz? They sent the house. And we just had our offensive line there. No one else blocked. No one. <laughs> How do you not know as a coach that they're going to send the send the send the house? How do you not know that? Uh, no, they didn't just send the house. They sent the goddamn wrecking ball. They sent everything. They they destroyed their every- defensive backs were covering, <laughs> and then they sent the rest of their defense. How do you not know that's going to happen on fourth down? It, it blows my skull. On, on some of these plays, man. I just don't... I don't get it. I really don't get now, it. Now, after seeing that game and seeing how Doug didn't adjust to anything that Washington threw at us, <laughs> Sean McVay is one of the best play callers in the league. Yeah. He's going to decimate us. I expect us to lose severely yeah. next if, week. Listen, if nothing changes, we're going to get Blown absolutely out. destroyed. We're going to get annihilated, Chip. I mean, like, I, I can't even begin to fathom how bad that game is going to be. And don't get me wrong, the Rams-Cowboys game was really close, but I hate to say it, but can you even compare us to the Cowboys if we're going to play like that? No. No, I mean, listen, if we play like that, we're one of the worst teams in the league. Because Washington is one of the worst teams in the league, and we got decimated by them. 27 unanswered points, Chip. Yep. Mm, Man. We couldn't score... A single point in the second half. Not one. Also, every pass from Carson Wentz was off target in it the was. second half. It, it, it was, was bad. There was, no, yeah, there was no pass that was like, oh, nice pass. His play was detrimental that whole entire game. And that there's no other way to say it. There was just, it, it was bad throws, you know, mental lapses on, on the part of Carson Wentz. Horrible play calling by Doug Peterson. He and he let just, me down, man. It was all around. It was just an all around horrendous second half. I love like Car- not even game because we played well in the first half. I, like I love Carson Wentz, but that is how you get a city to call you a bum. Yep, that's how you get Philly to start booing your ass every single time you're out there. Yep, and like I, I've stood up for him. I, I've done everything in my power to say no. Like he's good, he's fine. And we he's still fine, love him, fine. by the way. We still love him. But but that, if you keep playing like that, Carson, no. We've seen some really bad games out of the Eagles in the, the past four years that he's been. Oh, he's been our guy. That you know that listen. That's arguably one of his worst worst games as a pro. I think it is his worst game as a pro. 
I will be straight up honest with you. I think I think it's this one. I think it's the New Orleans games a couple years ago when we got absolutely railed. And there was another one. I can't remember. Oh, the, the Carolina game. The Carolina game. The Car- those three games are probably the worst three games of Carson Wentz's career. I'd put that at the top of the totem pole because at least the Saints are an amazing team. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I, pr- I pr- Listen, I Washington pick- was the worst loss. Yep, no question. No Washington, question. Carolina, New Orleans. Because Carolina, we had I mean, that game dude, in the bag. Like New Orleans, we got absolutely destroyed. We got slaughtered. I'm not saying like we did. They, they killed us in the first second of that game. <laughs> dude, I, listen. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice, okay? I know, I'm sorry. All it's right. so frustrating, man. Let, let's end the frustration. <laughs> let's move on to next week. And let's we have pr- the Rams next week. Let's pray to God. That something changes. Because I can't stand to watch another game like that. Everything was great in the first half, man. Again, I don't... Something must have happened during halftime. Something something had to have. Because... I just don't get it. I don't, I don't know. Ah! Dude, this team makes me so angry. All right, we're breaking the huddle. <laughs> the huddle's broken. It's gone. <sighs> I can't think about the Eagles until Thursday night football, okay? I'm just going to watch Thursday night football. I want to have the Thursday night scaries for the entire weekend. <sighs> Friday's going to be bad, too. Saturday's going to be bad, and then Sunday is the day of reckoning. I might just wear all black Eagles gear in preparation for the season's funeral. <laughs> all right. Enough. Let's get on to more frustrating things. <laughs> it doesn't get it doesn't get better from here. Uh, this is Philly sports. Let's look, okay. For our sake and our aggression problems with sports, let's talk about the Sixers coaching search. Okay? That's neutral. Right now. You know what's going to happen? Everyone's going to be expecting either Mike D'Antoni or Billy Donovan to get hired. They're going to hire Tyron Lee. We're going to hire some schmuck off the street. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) (laughs) That's who we're going to hire. We're going to hire me. No. But I wouldn't mind Billy Donovan. I think that's fine. I would be fine with Billy Donovan. I would be fine. I guess I'd be fine with D'Antoni. I mean, like we were talking earlier, Chip, you're right. Uh, Mike D'Antoni has a scheme. Yeah, he just has such a specific offense. He likes to have a lot of guys who hit the three. We don't have anyone who hits the three right now, so I don't know how that's going to work. Um, you know, even, I mean, this past year, D'Antoni didn't even have a center out there. And now he is, if he if he comes here, he has arguably the best one in the league. So, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't think it would make sense. But how would he even work out if we don't even have a single three-point shooter? <laughs> Uh, that's, yeah, that's my point. I, I feel like D'Antoni and Ben wouldn't get along very well. Yeah. Um, I feel like Joel Embiid's personality is a little hard for him to control. Like you said, if, if Mike, he, but if he had a hard time with Russell Westbrook and James Harden, do you think he's going to have an easy time with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons? Yeah, I mean, listen, my top guy, I agree with you, is Billy Donovan. I, I, I think, think Billy Donovan's the guy. I think he's the type of guy who doesn't take any crap from anyone, and he's going to tell Ben Simmons, be like, "Yo, you're shooting a three, or I'm done." You know, he's he's going to put his foot down. Hey, how many minutes do you want to play? Uh, shoot a three, and then you'll play. And let me know how that goes for you. Right. And if you don't shoot a three, the let me know how the Joel. next game goes same thing for you. Joel. He's gonna be... Hey, Joel, are you going to have 17 Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches this week? Well, not that. Well, that, but 
He's going to say, go to the block or get out of the game. That's what's got to happen. But see, another thing is, uh, the, the main complaint with Billy Donovan is that his inbounding plays are horrendous. But then again, he took a Thunder team that I thought going into the season was absolute garbage yeah. and took them to this, what, second round of the playoffs? I mean, yeah, come on, man. No, uh, for, uh, first. Was it the first round? Mm, yeah, it was the first. Never mind. First round, it took well, the playoffs. Either way. The playoffs, yeah. I mean, but that team was garbage. I mean, Chris Paul played played really well. I mean, they have, they have a couple young guys. They still have Steven Adams, so... I don't know. I mean, they have. Uh, I mean, they have a f- they have a few good pieces, uh, but not nothing like. I, I think. I mean, they took Houston to seven games. Well, I, I think Billy Donovan's the guy. If you disagree, if you disagree with me, we're going to tweet this out, and we're going to have a poll this week about who do you think that the Sixers' next coach should be. And if it's other, feel free to shoot at me. Uh, call me out. Say whatever you want. But I think Billy Donovan can actually handle a personality in Chris Paul, and he's proven that. Yep. He took a team that had n- really nothing going in other than Chris Paul and a couple young guys, like you said, and took them to the playoffs. I didn't even think they had a shot. Yeah. D'Antoni hasn't really done much. Yeah, I mean, he's been, you know, he's been successful, but he's never been like a, you know, he's never, I don't know if he's ever made it to the finals. I, I never said he but. wasn't successful. I'm just saying, like, with the roster that you had in Houston, yeah, that is a mega roster. Yeah. You're telling me that you couldn't do something with that, um, and then quit on them? Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, because he, you know, he decided he didn't want to go back. So, um, and now he's, you know, now he's interviewing with the Sixers. So he just didn't uh, want to be in Houston anymore. That's basically what it came down to. And I think same thing with Billy Donovan. I think he left as well. He did. He did leave. So, uh, I don't know. It's it should be interesting. Um, you know, hopefully. See, and, and again, I I, I don't necessarily like Ty Lue as the candidate. No. I don't hate Ty Lue either. No. I just, it's just I don't want him as the coach. Like, I get, yeah, he made it to the finals. But that's, he has LeBron. And I think Kyrie, too. It's, yeah, it's LeBron factor, man. Yeah, I mean, anyone with LeBron. LeBron could go walk around the streets of L.A., find a homeless man named Rupert, make him the head coach of the Lakers, and make the championship. Yep. NBA is rigged, by the way, and here's what I'm going to say. NBA's rigged, and the Lakers are going to win the championship. You want to know why? It's because Kobe. Kobe died. I mean, rip, but... I mean, yeah, it's sad, but the Lakers are going to win the championship because that happened, and the NBA's rigged. So. All right, well, back to our coaching search. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't want someone, like, I don't want a first-year head coach. I know Becky Hammond's name has been thrown around. Yeah. I don't want anything from the pop tree ever again in my life. I, okay, I wouldn't mind... Kenny Atkinson. Because basically, Kyrie and KD were like, get out. And I thought he did pretty well with Brooklyn. Not going to lie, I completely forgot about Kenny Atkinson once <laughs> Billy Donovan and Mike D'Antoni came around. Yeah, so I, again, I, I he's probably he would probably be my third choice, I guess, behind Donovan and D'Antoni. Hmm. But I, I thought he did pretty well with Brooklyn. And they just kind of pushed him aside, basically. <laughs> So, yeah, for Steve Nash. Right, for Steve Nash. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I I really hope that this coaching search ends soon because it's been a little while and there's other teams that are probably going to start looking for a coach. Yeah, know? yeah. Uh, but that's our update. That's what we have. I, I, th- I like Billy Donovan. If not, I like Kenny Atkinson. You're right. I, you you kind of swayed me there. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot about him. But 
he did well with Brooklyn for what they had, and yeah, I mean, every single time Brooklyn played us, well, Kenny Atkinson was the yeah, coach. They, I mean, you know, we we usually beat Brooklyn, but they they always put up a fight. Um, it's always close. It's, yeah, it is always close. That playoff series, he was the coach then, right? He was. Yeah, yeah. that was annoying. It was. They were they were pesky, um, and they actually squeezed they squeezed the win out. So, yeah, dude, he had Elmer Fudd on the team. Come on, but <laughs> yeah, so that'd be interesting, uh, but. I think I agree with you. I think Billy Donovan is my top candidate as well. So well, it's going to be interesting. But again, I just I expect don't expect them to make like don't expect them to hire someone we know because they're they're probably going to pull someone out of the hat and just you know it, it's going to be disappointment like Philly sports usually is. So just expect that. And if something good does happen, then we can celebrate. Well, let's move on. <laughs> let's walk it off. And let's talk how horrible the Phillies have been. It was looking good for a little bit. Last week's recording session, we were like, oh, you know, Phillies are actually doing pretty well. It's been going yeah. good. And then we played our kryptonite, which is the Marlins. Uh, the fact that we lost five out of seven games to the Marlins blows my mind. So, I have something to say about the Marlins specifically. They suck. Your boy Sixto Sanchez. Oh my god. Is a criminal. I don't want... His stuff is so nasty, it shouldn't exist. And Matt Klentak has still not signed JT Real Muto, who is the reason Sixto Sanchez is a Miami Marlin. Now, you're telling me that the Phillies traded Sixto Sanchez instead of Spencer Howard for JT Real Muto, and they haven't signed JT Real Muto to a long-term deal yet? Pay the man. Maybe JT doesn't even want to suffer anymore. <laughs> I mean... That's probably why. He was on the Marlins, for Christ's sake. No, he doesn't want to be here anymore, because he knows we're going to suck. That's probably why he hasn't signed yet. Or Klontak's an idiot, which okay. the latter, the latter is on. probably more likely. Come on! <laughs> you know Klontak's an idiot. We all know Klontak's an idiot. Yeah. I hate Klontak so much. I, I hate him. I really cannot believe he's still the GM. I, I hate our whole front office, honestly. McPhail's got to go, too. Because our scouts... It's the same thing. Like, it's the same thing with the with the Phillies. We can't draft for our lives. What Name a Philly in the last ten years... Who, who we've drafted has has panned out. Boom. Okay, well, we just brought him up. Okay, name another one. The Jeopardy music should be playing in it the should. background here. I wish we had, had a soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, soundboards are expensive. No, not yet. Eventually. Eventually. That's on our wish list. Yeah. That's on our Amazon wish list for uh, Christmas. But I can't. I, I can't. Right. <laughs> you know what I hate? Mickey Moniak. Number one overall pick. Gone. Bust. I mean, yeah. dude, it, the list goes on. So, here goes the thing. The Phillies drafting has been horrendous. Their pitching pros- their their prospective pitching coming up. I mean, yeah, like, we got lucky with Nola. We got lucky with Hoskins, but Hoskins was the top pick. He was like a fifth round pick. Kingery blows. I don't know why we gave him that stupid contract. 
you know, any so look at our lineup right now. McCutcheon didn't draft him. Hoskins, we got lucky. Harper didn't draft him. Romuto didn't draft him. Didi didn't draft him. Gene Segura didn't draft him. Hazley. Oh yeah, we did. We drafted. I Hazley. mean, he's okay, I guess. I don't know. He just before his injury, he was killing it. I feel like Hazley has a lot of potential. He's also really young, so I guess I'll give Hazley the benefit of the doubt. But uh, dude, I, don't I mean, know. listen. Can I just say something real quick? Kind of side note, real quick. The f- Andrew Knapp, he's having a pretty good, pretty decent. season. I wanted to talk about this. too. Pretty decent season. I still hate Andrew Knapp. I don't know why. I just don't like the dude. So this is what Matt Clintax going to use as leverage yes. to sign JT. He's going to be like, <laughs> You're well, right. we got this young guy, Andrew Knapp, he's not JT. Even young. Andrew Knapp's not even young. He's the same age as JT, by the way. Is he really? Yeah, I thought he was like 26. No, he's 29. Really? Same age. Swear to God. Well, we got this guy, uh, Andrew Knapp. Who's way cheaper than JT. And he's having a great year. And I'm going to sign him for, I don't know. I'm going to sign him for 10 years for $300 million. He probably would do that. He no, would. you know what I'm waiting for? He would. This offseason, Matt Clentak's going to be like, all right, Tommy, you know what it's time for? A three-year, $70 million contract. Two-run Tommy is going to get an extension. No question. Hector Neris, extension. extension. Brandon Workman, extension. extension. Andrew Knapp, extension. Adam Morgan, extension. It's going to happen. It's Yeah, no question. He's going to sign, he's going to extend and sign just horrible, horrible players. Every trade that he made that I was just like, well, you know, he had to do something has been like, wow, that's somehow <laughs> worse. still the worst bullpen in the league, even though we made eight trades to try and fix it. That's somehow worse. David Hale, horrible. He'll extend him, too. What? He'll extend him. Oh, he'll extend him, too. Yeah, yeah. He'll extend him. David Phelps. Dude, David Phelps was killing it, and and he comes to Philly. He's like, eh, I suck now. Yeah, I don't want to be extended here. Yeah, <laughs> he was killing it with the Brewers, who aren't good either. And he comes to Philly. He's like, eh, yeah, we're yeah, good. I'm done. My God, man, this sucks. This is actually really horrible. I think God hates us. I don't know. I I really think he does. Like, yeah, he's like, here, take a championship every you know every. 20 years or so. Now, we got lucky because we had 2008 and 2018. But before that, oh, my God. I'm I'm happy that I grew up at a time where I did. Yeah, me too. A lot of suffering, but the happiness came. Because we... So, so far in my life, we've won two championships. But for some people, I mean, they had to wait so long. Dude. Especially if you're, like... Especially if you're just an Eagles fan. Dude. Well, see, and that's another reason, too. Like... I see why people who were in their, like, 40s rooted for other teams. What good did the Eagles have going on? <laughs> yeah, man, it's brutal. I'm, mean, not, I'm not talking to Cowboys fans. They can still just go disappear. Yeah, but they can just stop existing. If you root it for, like, I don't like know. Like the freaking, uh, uh, I don't know, Seahawks or something. I don't know. Oilers, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <the> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. All right. Let's move on from the fills and let's get into the fact that I'm whooping that ass Can in I just, fantasy. Okay, I want to say something about the Phillies. I am no, 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 smacking no. you in fantasy. That's you're great. not, you're not bumping that no, off. No, that's great. I will talk about it in a second. You know, you're not. We're, you're only up by like five. Derrick Henry still hasn't played. Whatever. You're gonna win, basically. <laughs> I just want to say something with the Phillies. 
they stick. Okay? That's what you had to say. Well, no, I have more. <laughs> I have more. Again, the fact that you lose five out of seven to the Marlins, and the fact that we cannot beat this team for our lives should say something about this team. I, I just don't get because we beat we beat decent teams and we can't beat the Marlins. Why? Why can we not beat the Marlins? It, same thing last year and it the was. year before. It was yes, it, quite literally. What did the Marlins do? And the Marlins were a hundred times worse last year, and we still couldn't beat them. You're absolutely right. They're they're our kryptonite. What what do the Marlins have that we don't? You know, dude, they have a they have a GM with a brain. They have young talent. They have a GM with a brain. Yeah, they have uh, scouts with brains, and whoever does the drafting, he has a brain as well. So or she. Well, I mean, isn't Derek Jeter kind of their acting GM right now? He's like the he's, doesn't he own them or something? Isn't he, he well, he's owner? one of the owners, but he's the chief executive officer. I think he makes all the calls. Oh, well, I don't think he drafts for them, does he? He's the reason that that John Carlos Stanton trade happened, and look at that—that that actually was a genius move on his part. Well, so is the JT move. Everyone hated him for that. Not anymore. That's true. I mean, another thing too, when you look at how he moved Yelich out of there. Yeah. What did they get in that trade? I don't know. I don't really know, actually. Oh, they got Lewis Brinson. And something else, too. But they got Lewis. He was the main part of that trade. I mean, he has a good... I think he's having a decent year this year, but last year he was brutal. But, yeah. Dude, that's insane. I mean, they got... Yeah. Dude, they got their ace for the future. Matt Clintac had the ace had for the future. Had his ace for the future. But, you know... We're going to trade him for a guy to have him for two years and then let him walk. In free agency, In yeah. free agency, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's going to get paid. He's going to get stupid money. He's going to get, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt Clintex <laughs> knows all about that. Dude, there's so much stupid money going around. Tommy Hunter's contract, for example. Oh, yeah, dude. Stupid money for two-run Tommy, baby. Hey, Tommy, you want to join the team and give up two runs every single time you come in and then have Hector Neris come in right after you yep. and give up a walk-off two-run home run every Tommy single time? Tommy Hunter, baby. Oh yeah, highest paid highest paid pitcher of all time. I cannot stand Tommy Hunter. I can't stand this team. The lineup is good, but this GM, this this front office, this pitching staff, this bullpen gives me anxiety. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something else, but. Trying to stay PG here. It gives me hives. <laughs> um, I want to be straight up on. <laughs> you should probably get that looked at. But it, it's so it like, dude. I, I just we lose to teams we shouldn't be losing to, and that's and I'm talking just I'm talking all Philly sports teams right now. We lose to teams that we should be destroying. So, question for you. Just don't get it, man. I don't question, get it. Qu- question, question. So the same thing is happening this year that happened uh, with Gabe Kapler. Is he is he really not to blame, or is he just an idiot that made everyone hate him? 
Tell me, is he just is? Did we fire him just because we think he's an idiot and he actually isn't an idiot? Is that is that really what we ha is that what happened? We we just turned on him to cover up for Clintax mistakes. You know what? Honestly, that might be it. But I still hate Gabe Kapler anyway. So, yeah, me too. But I'm starting to think that uh, he was the scapegoat for Kapler for Clintax. Excuse me. You might be right. You probably are right. My God. I still hate Cowboy, though. Okay. You can go pound sad. Let's move on. We're, we're getting a little distracted here. Fantasy. All right. Let's do no, let's I, it. no, I don't want to talk about that either. We have to. No. Dude, you're I in three leagues. Talk, talk about one of them. Uh, no. All right, fine. Yeah, dude, you, you have to. I'm going to talk about the one where I'm actually, where I actually won. It's the PHL Sports Station one. Uh, yeah, I won. I had a great week. I started, um, I had Josh Jacobs in that league. I had Mark Andrews, had two touchdowns. Josh Jacobs had three touchdowns, which is freaking awesome. Uh, Adam Thielen had two tutties. Um, Kyler Murray had a really nice day. He ran for almost 100 yards. I have Kyler Murray in two leagues. Russell Wilson's the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah. As of right now, probably. Josh no, Patrick Brown. Josh Jacobs murdered it. Killed it. Josh Jacobs killed it. The Falcons offense still lost even though they had three, three receivers over 100 yards. They still found a way to lose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Matt Ryan had 450 passing yards and still found a way to lose. Um Sounds about right. Vikings Packers was a blowout. Or it wasn't a blood, it was a uh, barn burner. Not a barn burner, what's the word I'm trying to f- figure out? They scored a lot of points, is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, well, the Packers we murdered about the, them. We already talked about the Eagles, so we don't have to go there again. The Vikings defense was minus nine. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I think Tom Brady's pretty overrated. But that's a hot take, I guess. Uh, I think people are over... Let me say this. I, I think people are overrating the, the Buccaneers. Just because they, they went there, yeah. Because they have Tom Brady. I don't think... I mean, I think they might... They could sneak into the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to go, like, 11-5. I think they're going to go, like, probably, like, 8-8, eight 9-7, eight, maybe. Um, What else happened? Uh, What else? Who else had a good day? A lot of a lot of big names had a good day. I know Devontae Adams had a great day. DeAndre Hopkins had a great day. Um, Dallas Goddard had a great day. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not going back to the Eagles. Um, Calvin Ridley murdered it. Calvin too. Ridley had a really good day. Russell Gage came out of freaking nowhere. Had 100 yards. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Lockett didn't have a touchdown, but he still put he up had a 17. Great day, yeah. DK had a pretty good day. He had a toddy. Um Chris Carson had two receiving touchdowns. I don't think there was a kicker this week that actually went off. <laughs> Usually, there's one that has like 15 to 20 for some reason. Yeah. Oh, you know who did? Joey Sly had a good had a for the Panthers. I think he had like three really long field goals. Um, but yeah. So I only won one of my three leagues. So you know. F me, of course. So, <coughs> but um, <coughs> yeah. All right. 
McCaffrey uh, had two tutties. If if it makes you feel any better, I'm winning in one of my leagues, and I'm losing. I wonder what Miles Sanders would have done, you know? You know, I actually I drafted him. <laughs> and, like, the, the reason I'm losing in my Yahoo League right now, I'm losing by one point because Sterling Shepard is playing. And I don't think you have a catch yet. He does. Oh, he has and catch. it's because Miles Sanders was out, and I had to start Antonio Gibson. Mm, yeah, didn't uh, Antonio Gibson? They gave it to Peyton Barber all the time, dude. He had two touchdowns. Peyton Barber. Stop. Okay, stop. You let Peyton Barber score. T- I'm not even. I'm not even gonna go there. On that note, I think we've reached our <laughs> destination for the day. We thank you for listening to the Bandwagon Podcast. Go to phlsportsnation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. Follow us on Twitter at phlthebandwagon. Go to Facebook and follow us at phlthebandwagon as well. Uh, like our posts, retweet, uh, vote on our polls, share them around. We will have a poll by the way this week. We, we haven't will. had one in a long time. We're going to do the poll with the uh, with the head coach. Uh, head coach, yes. Uh, we really think that. Uh, we, we want more social media interaction, so feel free to interact with us. Uh, tell us your takes. If you, t- if you think we suck, let us know. If you think we rock, let us know, too. Right. But just let us know. Follow us on Twitter. You know, do all the stuff. Tweet at the Bandwagon yes. Podcast what your opinion of the birds is after week one. Yes. I want to hear it. Just send us the emoji where the guy's throwing up, because that's how I feel. Yeah, every single time. <laughs> But, uh, all right, well, we thank you for listening. We'll see you at the next stop, and hopefully we won't be as sad about the Eagles. We are in Philadelphia, though, so we can only hope. All right.